There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plunging surveys. I find it hard to believe that the mainstream press has just reported a 15% drop in the approval rating of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. and Vice President Sara Duterte after only 15 months in office, without an accompanying statement from Malacanang. Factual or not, this reported drop represents a considerable erosion of public support for the unity team that had taken the nation by storm in the last elections, and had the mainstream media eating out of its hands since then. Pulse Asia, the survey firm that conducted the reported survey on September 10-15, and saw Marcos' support slide from 80% last June to 65% this quarter, is not known as a hostile institution out to embarrass the administration. It could have been persuaded by reasonable means to delay the release of the survey results while Malacanang was drafting an appropriate statement. That this did not happen seems to suggest that Malacanang's relations with the mainstream and social media, if not with the general public, are undergoing an unmonitored transition, or that nobody is simply at home. The palace custodians of resident political power seem to believe that Marcos Jr.'s 31.6 million votes is too huge a political capital to be exhausted within a very short time and no one seems be looking at how the issue of confidential funds involving the president, the vice president and other high officials, which had become the most popular sound bite across the nation, was digging an open grave for the administration. Marcos Jr. might have thought he could do no wrong when he authorized the transfer of some confidential funds from the office of the president to the office of the vice president. Unfortunately, this is not allowed by law, or by the constitution, and even the most popular president, whether he likes it or not, must yield to the constitution. If he does not, he commits an impeachable offense. An important side issue was raised when it was revealed in the course of a House budget hearing that the vice president's office was able to use up P-125 million in only 11 days in December 2022. This cannot be shoved under the rug, it must be dealt with according to the law. It is a serious matter, but there are other more serious matters. One such important matter, apparently now covered by legislative drivel, is the original grant of P-500 million in confidential funds to the vice president's office. What exactly is the purpose of this appropriation? The very law authorizing the appropriation does not quite know it. Under the Constitution, the Vice President may be appointed to a cabinet position without need of confirmation by the Commission on Appointments. So, because Indi Sarah cannot become Secretary of National Defense she is now Secretary of the Department of Education, which has the biggest budget among the departments, and some of whose activities, like the recovery of some students who had been drawn into the ranks of the dissident left, may be supported by the use of confidential funds. But as Vice President, Sarah's only known constitutional duty is to succeed the President in case he dies or is permanently incapacitated, resigns or is removed upon conviction in a trial for impeachment. There is absolutely no legal justification for a P1 million confidential fund, much less for P500 million. The entire subject of confidential funds has become such a sorry mess. But as nauseating as this has become, it does not quite describe the full extent of the scandalous misuse of government funds. One particularly zealous but misinformed observer has written a bold piece calling for a recovery of the power of the purse by Congress. As though Congress has in fact lost it. But it has not. The real truth is that there is an attempt by some of our most powerful congressional lords to turn the entire government appropriations into one huge pork barrel for the members of Congress. 
A group of militant former military officers is reported to have started working on the documentation to expose this grand theft. The politicians are evidently operating without the president's knowledge or consent, but some people are apparently using their influence on him, so a growing number of honest critics tend to blame their malfeasance on the president. Thus the plunge in his ratings. One other major reason for the plunge is the people's tendency to compare Marcos Jr. to his late father, Ferdinand Ederlin Marcos. The father was a visionary, a workaholic, a problem solver, and a brilliant statesman in ways that the son is not. Before foreign leaders started coming to Lee Kuan Yew in Singapore, Lee was already coming to Manila to talk to Marcos. Prime Minister Lee Sheng Long did not become an exact replica of his father, but he certainly took a lot from him. Marcos Jr. is different. In this critical time of conflict and big power competition in the Indo-Pacific, many Filipinos, including those who were not always uncritical of Marcos the Elder, remember the strongman as one who fought for his country's sovereignty and territorial integrity by amending the U.S.-Philippine Military Bases Agreement in 1966, reducing the 99-year lease term to 25 years, which meant the end of the lease agreement in 1991, while remaining friendly to the Americans. In contrast, Marcos Jr. opened up new operational sites inside Philippine military bases under Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement, EDCA, which the U.S. can use in a possible war with China. He did this in violation of the Philippine Constitution which promulgates an independent foreign policy, renounces war as an instrument of national policy, and prohibits foreign military bases, troops or facilities in the Philippines except under a treaty duly concurred in by the Senate and, when Congress so requires, ratified by majority of the votes cast by the people in a national referendum held for that purpose, and recognized as a treaty by the other contracting state. Stata at gmail.com